Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of four's base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate from there. I'm relatively new to RVing, and a few years ago, I convinced my wife that for an anniversary present, we should buy a used tent trailer from some friends of ours. Ever since then, we have fallen head over heels for the RV life, and we now find ourselves towing a 26-foot Jayco travel trailer. So grab yourself a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. Camping in the Pacific Northwest is pretty amazing. I love this area and am proud to call it my base camp. One of the really special things about living in the Pacific Northwest is that, for the sake of conversation, let's say we make Seattle the epicenter. Within a four to five hour drive outwards, you can experience very diverse ecosystems, from the Pacific Ocean to rainforests and hot springs, alpine lakes and their associated mountains and glaciers, to dry arid deserts, the rolling wheat fields of the Palouse, and our wonderful wine country. Plus, we have two national parks, Olympic National Park and Mount Rainier National Park, and of course, you have Portland, Oregon to the south, and Vancouver, Canada to the north. There is just so much to see and to explore. With our somewhat mild winters, the Pacific Northwest is great for camping, and with an RV, you can pretty much camp year-round, assuming you don't mind camping in the rain. My family camps about 10 months out of the year, and we don't typically camp January and February, but that's mostly due to us being an active ski and snowboard family, and so we spend every weekend in the mountains during those months. We have thought about planning a ski camp trip, but we just haven't done that yet. I'm excited to share with you my top three favorite campgrounds in the Pacific Northwest. The criteria for these campgrounds is that they are in great locations that highlights what makes the Northwest so wonderful. Johnny Creek Campground Located near the confluence of Johnny Creek and Icicle Creek in a forested setting, this first-come, first-served campground is 12 miles from Leavenworth. There are two campgrounds, an upper campground above Icicle Road and a lower campground closer to Icicle Creek. This is a U.S. forest managed campground, which means it has vaulted toilets and no hookups. On their website, they say max trailers up to 50 feet. This is a great campground for those who like to hike. The Enchantments is a stunning high alpine wilderness area, and from this campground, you are six and a half miles to the trailhead for Colchuck Lake. This is a solid hike, and once you get to the lake, you can walk around the lake and get to the base of Asgard Pass, which is a scramble up to get into the enchantments. You will want to be prepared for this hike. Of the three campgrounds mentioned, this campground is the most quiet option of the three recommendations that I'm making today. This campground again is located 12 miles outside of the faux Bavarian town of Leavenworth. This kitsch town has a lot to see and explore, and any Google search will yield great results of the things to do in the town of Leavenworth. But my two favorite must-stops every time I'm there are both the Cheesemonger Cheese Shop and Cured, a craft charcuterie shop that specializes in cured meats. Search them out when you're there. You won't be disappointed. Dungeness Spit Campground near Squim and Port Angeles are on the northern coastline of the Olympic Peninsula. 
Dungeness Spit is a long sand spit jutting out approximately 5 miles or 8 kilometers from the northern edge of the Olympic Peninsula in northeastern Callum County, Washington, directly into the Strait of Juan de Fuca. It is the longest natural sand spit in the United States. The spit is growing in length by about 15 feet per year. The Dungeness Spit is entirely within the Dungeness National Wildlife Refuge and home of the new Dungeness Lighthouse. The spit also has a campground, the Dungeness Recreation Area, that is also open year-round. The campground features a one-mile-long scenic bluff trail, several miles of hiking and biking trails, and a designated equestrian trail. The Dungeness Recreational Area Campground offers 66 forested campsites arranged in two loops with no utility hookups. This is a very family-friendly campground with a centrally located play structure and a very nice bathhouse complete with flush toilets. From the campground, you can easily walk down to the spit to go beachcombing and exploring. Bring your binos, as there is a lot of wildlife and seabirds to see. It should be mentioned that by law, this county campground is also dry from an alcoholic drink standpoint. A fun excursion outside of the campground nearby is the Olympic Game Farm in Squim. This drive through wild animal park states that they can never guarantee what animals you will see, but on your tour you will likely pass llamas, Tibetan yaks, zebras, Kodiak bears, Roosevelt elk, Sitka deer, and American bison. While at the petting zoo there are goats, and in the reptile room there are snakes and other reptiles to visit. Learn more about this unique attraction at oligamefarm.com. Nehalem Bay State Park this campground is pretty much right on the Pacific Ocean along the Oregon coast, just a 30-minute drive south from the famed Haystack Rock in Cannon Beach. Set between the ocean and the bay, Nehalem Bay State Park is situated on a four-mile sand spit. The campground sits among shore pines just a sand dune away from the beach. A forested 1.8-mile-long bike path provides a breathtaking view of the bay. You may see deer and elk, grazing, and a variety of birds. Kayaking, crabbing, fishing, and clamming are all popular activities. This campground offers 265 electrical sites with water, 18 yurts, nine are pet friendly, flush toilets with showers, an airport with a 2,400-foot airstrip, a playground, and an RV dump station. Last spring, we traveled here and met up with some good family friends who had been telling us about this place for a while. Our campsite was tucked up against the base of a sand dune, and just a short five-minute walk up and over the dune put a smack dab on the sandy beaches of the Oregon coast, staring out at the mighty Pacific Ocean. This campground is all about the ocean. Spending your days on the beach, flying kites, throwing a pigskin, digging in the sand, making sandcastles, it is all about the beach. One thing I do want to mention is that swimming in these waters can be highly dangerous as there are crazy rip currents and potential undertows and with no lifeguards on duty. Please use caution, especially with your children. The Oregon coast pulls adults and children out to sea every year. It's no joke. Well, there you have it. My top three favorite campsites in the Pacific Northwest. If you are planning a trip out west or to the upper left corner of the United States, these three campgrounds provide a special and unique experience so you can fully enjoy all that the Pacific Northwest has to offer. 
If you ever have any specific questions about where to camp, outdoor activities to do, what to see and explore here in the Pacific Northwest, please feel free to drop me an email at rv.out.west at gmail.com. Um, for our pit stop, and in today's pit stop, I'm excited to share that I just picked up a new-to-me pickup, a 2015 Ram 3500 with a Cummins 6.7 liter diesel motor. This is my first diesel, and so I'm learning a lot about maintenance and driving them, but I just wanted to share in today's pit stop a bit about my decision and share the story as to why I ended up with this pickup. Back in May on a camping trip with my friend Josh, he has a Chevy Duramax with the Allison transmission, and he was talking to me about going to a one-ton and that the difference between a three-quarter ton and a one-ton is that the one-ton has way more payload capacity due to its beefed-up leaf springs and that it can tow more and that most three-quarter ton and one-tons have the same motor and are pretty equal otherwise. So if you're going to be spending this kind of cash, just go one-ton and be done. You can then tow or pull just about any RV you'd ever be able to do. So I had this advice kind of rattling around in the back of my head. This past summer, when we were in Montana, I rolled onto a cat scale at a truck stop. I had just gassed up my 2013 F-150 5-liter V8, and with my family on board, bikes, Blackstone, gas fireplace, all in the bed of the truck, I weighed 14,500 pounds which put me a 1,000 pounds over my gross combined weight rating. Now, I should also say, we didn't even have any water on board, and the black tank was empty. Now, I'm familiar with the 80-20 principle, meaning that you want to be at about 80% of your total gross combined weight rating. So, now we fast forward to where I'm at right now, and I just one day started doing a little look online, and I know that's where it always starts, but I was talking to another friend of mine and listener, Matt, who was talking to me because I was looking at, do I go Duramax? Do I go Power Stroke? Do I go Cummins? And he gave me some really good advice about the Cummins uh, motor, and that's what he has experience with too, so I think also if I ever get into a bind, I know somebody I can call, Um, but he has a Ram 3500 Cummins and absolutely loves his truck. And so as I was doing my looking and I I came across the listing for the truck that I was interested in, I sent it over to him just to kind of get his input and have him look at it and tell me what he thought about it. And he was kind enough to answer all of my questions. So I did a lot of communication with the uh, salesman, all basically via text. We texted back and forth for about three days. I had... Um, an appraisal trading value done via text and sending them, I sent them photos, the VIN number for my F-150. And then one day, uh, my wife and I drove down. We took the Ram 3500 for a test drive and they looked over my truck and bada bing, bada boom, we were done in two hours. And I had just purchased now the new 2015 Ram 3500. I'm excited about this purchase, and I'm I'm excited that I've made the switch to diesel. I am really looking forward to towing our travel trailer over the Cascade Mountains more safely during our future trips. And I'm sure I will provide future updates once I have more experience towing my trailer with this truck. 
In our next episode in two weeks, I'm excited to share our year in review as this was our first year now with our Jayco 267BHSW travel trailer. We learned a lot and we camped a lot. There will be some great info to share with you and a few antics to laugh about. In the meantime, please be sure to share with your friends and family about this podcast and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave this show a rating and a review. If you've not yet subscribed to the show, please do so. That way you'll never miss an episode. Now, get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.